What's going on, everybody? The Obsession Podcast back at you. I'm Mike Stadler. I'm Carl Bethke. What's going on, Carl? Well, it's a cloudy, rainy day here in southern Wisconsin, Mike. Yeah, about 80 yesterday. Man, cold and rain. 40 today. Welcome to Wisconsin. Snow tonight. Snow. And that's not a lie. No, that's not. Mid-April. Yep. Getting it done. Yeah, you know it. I got a debate question here, Mike. Nice. Yep. They're my favorite. Yep. And you know this guy. Scott listens to us a lot. Yep. Took a really nice four and a half year old buck last year on his property. He did. His wife took it here too. Yes. Yes, she did. So Scott's question is, I think it's more of a debate on what we would say. It says, uh, what kind of neighbors does a guy really want next door? A trophy hunter that shoots bucks that are four and a half years old or older, or a hunter that does QDM only shoots bucks three and a half years and older, but overpressures his land maybe by access or overhunting his small parcel. Scott says, he wants the guy that overhunts his property. I was going to say, I don't mind that because <laughs> they're going to push deer. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a couple ways to look at I that. Know. Yeah. I actually, I, here's how I look at it. I, I, to me, both of those are a good advantage. Yeah. Either way. Um, there's advantages to both. And, you know, you can look at it a couple different ways. For me, I look at if I have a quality deer manager, and he's the only one hunting this property and it's right next door to mine and he's not shooting anything unless it's about four and a half years or older. That actually gives me more options. Because he's only going to take one buck a year off his property, number one. With a bow. Maybe one with a gun too. I don't know. So two bucks a year here in Wisconsin. Um, he's a smart hunter. So that's probably pretty good because then he's not overpressuring the accesses that are next to my property because we're probably both accessing on the property lines, mm -hmm. you know. So remember this, in Wisconsin, most of us own small parcels. So if your neighbor's overpressuring his, his deer, he's overpressuring your deer too. So that's how I look at it. Me personally, I'd probably, if I had a choice, I'd take the guy who doesn't overpressure because He's pressuring the same deer I'm hunting also, which keeps them a little wound up and on alert. Because we all have small parcels. Now, it sounds to me like you think the opposite. Maybe. <laughs> or a little bit of both. A little bit of both. So I, um, I don't mind the people that are ramming around their property next to me because they usually stay kind of away from mine. Mm -hmm. um, and the areas I set up for the deer to be in are on the opposite ends of where they are. Mm -hmm. Or I try to be, for the most part. Which you can, because you have a lot of open field. Which I can. That's the benefit I have right here. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> that's the benefit. Not that's going to happen everywhere, but... Um, but, on the other hand, like you say, you know, especially those older class bucks... Yeah. ...get a lot more hesitant, um, and their movement can change then. Mm -hmm. You know, to to that nocturnal crap mm -hmm. that everybody has experienced. You know, so you can have it go against you too. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, we've talked the QDM thing a million times. <laughs> I mean, I would love to be surrounded by an actual QDM. 
Yeah, it'd be, it'd be phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, all everybody around me. Yep. And I'll just own my 40 in the middle. I'm good with that. Oh yeah. You know, because they're going to take those out. Yep. They're going to shoot inferior bucks. Yep. And you're going to get a lower class deer. I mean, you can't go wrong. I told you. You know, and yeah. that, that's what QDM is. So if they're actually doing that, great. Perfect. Makes my job easier. It yep. does. So I mean, it really is kind of a both. I mean, it is. That's kind of the way I thought about it. Know, the more I thought about it, too. You know, now you get the neighbors now that everybody and their uncle they let hunt. They shoot everything. They're bow hunting. They're gun hunting. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a bigger problem than anything. Yeah. In my opinion, um, I don't. I don't want any of that around me. No, that, an uncontrolled atmosphere. <clears throat> so, if you have anything that you know, if you have neighbors that are brown, it's down. And I've heard it a lot. You know, my neighbors will shoot anything, you know, well, I'll be honest, in the areas that we've hunted quite a bit, the neighbors don't shoot everything that comes through. No. Um, a lot of people, when they're talking to other people, talk neg negatively about their neighbors on the grounds that they really don't know what the neighbors are doing. Yeah. They know every now and then the neighbors will shoot a deer and there's just not communication between the entities. Um, that being said, um, uh, you do every now and then run across a neighbor like I have who doesn't shoot anything but bigger bucks, but he will not shoot does at all and has jumped on me about shooting does yet. I'll tell you this, Mike, Friday while I was mowing down the cornfield, there was eight, nine antlerless deer in the field or in the uh, rye, right next to me where I was mowing. Yeah. And we're talking 50 yards. Yeah. And we're going to shoot them. <laughs> we have to shoot. It's That's the same too thing going on here. Yeah, it's, uh, you have to control your deer herd. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, I mean, here too, you know, I don't, I don't have direct contact with all the neighbors. Right. Uh, but I know the, you know, I know one neighbor, they, they take quite a few does, yep. which is good. Yep. Um, you know, the one neighbor next to me that adjoins my woods, um, not much, not as big of a bow hunter. Um, he does a little bit. Um, I know he's a, he likes the muzzleload hunt. Yep. Um, and he's out after you know big bucks. I have no problem with that. Um, you know the rest is, is farm fields around me, so it's gun season susceptible. I call it. Yes, very. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're going to shoot a big buck if it comes out like anybody would. Yes. You know, so you know until you know the ultimate answer to me, no neighbors. Yeah, I own everything. <laughs> I don't you have know, that much that money. Would be great, that would I be great. am poor. I am poor, so, I mean, but I have a lot of land. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, you know, but so it's kind of I don't know. You take what you can get, really. You know, and yeah, it's it's a variable that you can't control, Scott. That's how we look at it. You know, you hunt again. We go back to our top ten percent rule. We hunt the top ten percent of the bucks we have on our property. For us, we're fortunate enough that it's usually a three and a half or older. Um, I don't know. It's pretty simple how we think about yeah. things. You know, you can only control what you control, and you only have so much property, and that's yours, and you control that atmosphere. The rest of it, your neighbors control what's on their property. Mm -hmm. And just so you know, you're sharing your deer with them. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's always you got to remember it's not your deer. Nope. Anyway, it's a free-ranging animal. It sucks. I mean, because it's a lot of times it happens. You have a deer in your property yeah. a lot. You see them a lot. And you're like, yeah, I'm gonna this year. I'm gonna go after that deer. Yep. Eh, it's gonna kill it. 
True. Uh, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> because you can't dwell on it. Season's too short, and you're out of time quick. That so is, and it does suck, you know. And it, you know, you got to think of it the other way too, because you know maybe that animal that you're seeing on your property for three years, four years, he's probably on another property same way. Oh yeah. And maybe the other guys watch him and thinking, eh, I'm going after that deer, and you kill him. Oh yeah. You know, so a lot of people don't think of it that way. Like I don't know, I'm not in a competition. No. You know, so I want to try to take an animal, obviously, and. The only other person I worry about taking an animal is you. Yeah. So yeah, well, that's what I worry ways. about. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you know, just kind of think of it that way, and you know, you know, try to control what you can control and do what you want to do. And you know, obviously, you know, as far as Scott goes, he is, you know, he's smart. Um, he's usually taking down good deer. Yeah. So what you're doing is working. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Everything you're doing down there, Scott, from what we've seen and all the information you share with us. You're doing a really yeah. good job. As Wife's far as getting in on the game now, so I mean. Yeah, it's important it, to do that. Keep it going. You yeah. Know. Yeah, if you shoot another four and a half year old this year, I'm starting to get jealous. you right. <laughs> Putting my stand up over yeah, That's there. right, we're moving in. We're, we're buying the neighbor's remember? property, Scott. Remember when you said it? No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember either. We, we, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, that's kind of a small debate we have on it, kind of what we think about it, Scott. So. Let us know what you think. Give us a call back or text us back or comment like you normally do. We appreciate it. Any of you other guys have statements or yeah. comments you want to put in on what uh, Scott's question was about? Let us know what you think you want for neighbors. Agree, disagree. You know, we like to hear everybody's response. That's what keeps us going. So be sure to check us out on Google Podcasts, iHeart, Apple, Spotify, now Amazon Podcast. RSS.com. And uh, if you want to subscribe to the channel, Hit the Reaper in the lower right hand corner, we appreciate that. Like and share, baby. Yeah, buddy. Later. <laughs>